I need to do what's going to make me happy because at the end of your life, you're going to be thinking, I didn't do these things that I really wanted to do. And all of these things, like I should have done that. I should have done that. You don't want to be sitting there doing that. You want to be like, I did this. I made this whole life for myself. Imagine taking that leap and actually going and doing that. This is Debbie and welcome to another episode of The Offbeat Life, where I speak to inspiring individuals who ditched the norm to become location independent. We'll learn how to create sustainable laptop lifestyles from the experts that will help us achieve freedom from our nine to five. Hey listeners, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Lucky for you, I have created a new site that will help you learn how to launch, grow, and monetize your own show. I offer one-on-one mentorship programs and I'm launching an ebook, How to Create a Profitable Podcast, that can help you take your podcast from hobby to profitable business. Visit howtocreateapodcast.com to learn more. Again, that's howtocreateapodcast.com. See you there. On this episode, I speak with Shawnee, who left her corporate career in New York City as a director of social media in search of life's greatest adventure. Shawnee is now a full-time content creator on Instagram with a passion for life, fashion, and travel. She first fell in love with travel on her studies abroad in China and ever since has felt that travel has increased her desire to learn about other cultures and the world. Listen on to find out how she's able to leave her corporate job to become an Instagram content creator. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited to be here with Shawnee. Hey Shawnee, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for doing this interview. I know we've been trying to get together and to do this for a while since we actually met. So thank you for putting up with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. I'm so excited to be here. Um, This is so fun. Yeah. So before we get to all of the amazing things that you're going to tell us, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? So I'm actually originally from Brooklyn, New York, which is super strange because it's like kind of a unicorn, like nobody's ever originally from Brooklyn. And I started my career in marketing. That's actually what I studied in college. And I kind of was living, doing social media marketing. I was director at a corporate company for a long time. And I just kind of felt like, I wasn't really doing anything creative and I really needed some kind of an outlet. So I started my Instagram page and I'm a huge fan of travel. So I just was like, I want to do this on the side just to fulfill that need that I kind of felt like I was missing in my actual career. So yeah, I started this Instagram page and got super into photography and I really didn't know anything about photography before. I totally thought that I could do this all on my iPhone, but uh, now I have like a legit camera and everything and I'm learning things every day and it's so exciting. And, you know, this whole thing just kind of turned into my full-time career, which is so incredible. I, I, I'm so lucky. And now, you know, I get to travel for a living and work for brands and work for myself. So yeah, I guess that's kind of my story. 
<laughs> well, it's a great story. And it also seems like it was an easier transition for you because I've interviewed a lot of content creators who were able to transition to social media and running their own website, but they had no background on it. But you were already an expert, right? You were a director in marketing and you did a lot of social media work. What was that transition like for you from leaving that corporate job to finally realizing one day, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start on my own and become an entrepreneur. So honestly, actually, I feel like sometimes when you're, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of like the law of attraction. I'm a huge fan of the law of attraction. I was actually on a blogger retreat the week before I left my job. And I said to one of the hosts, like, how can I not go back to work? <laughs> and then the following week, they were laying people off. And I happened to be one of the people that got laid off. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And I was messaging all the girls that I was just on this trip with. And they were like, you should just do this full time. I just kind of felt like life gave me like a kick in the butt and was like, you're going to do this because otherwise... I probably wouldn't have tried if I'm honest. Um, sometimes, you know, you just kind of feel like you get kind of stuck in doing what you're doing and you have like a bit of a safety net. I felt like, okay, I'm legitimately going to do this. And I did not look for a job or anything. And I just kind of continued to do, you know, what I, I wanted to do, you know? I mean, that's really... The thing about being an entrepreneur, there's so many different stories with us, whether you're forced into it, whether you do it, you know, begrudgingly, like you don't want to do it at all, or, you know, you just leap into it and risk everything. So there's always that interesting story with everyone's journey. And in a lot of ways, if it does happen, you know, it's meant to be. And it's so great that you had that community of women that really supported you and pushed you because you're right. Without that, there's so many things that we probably <laughs> wouldn't yeah. do without that support. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I, I really appreciated everyone being like, yeah, you should totally do this. Like you're ready. Like I already had 10,000 followers at that point. So I was ready, but I didn't think I was ready. And this whole situation just made me, everybody in my life thought I was actually crazy. Well, my dad did. And he was like, how are you going to make money? How are you going to pay? You know, you're living, how are you going to do all of this? And I was just like, I just know that I am. I just know that I'm going to be able to make it. I don't know. Sometimes you don't need to know the how or the what you just have to believe that it's going to happen. Like there's a quote by Martin Luther King that you don't need to see the full staircase. Just take the first step. And I think that that's so true. You need to just have that faith and just believe like this is all going to work out. And I just envisioned checks coming in my door, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, it's been, when was it? Two years ago, almost. Yeah, it'll be two years in, when was it? Uh, it'll be two years in May that I've been full-time doing this. So it's worked out. I'm living in a, I have my own apartment, so it's worked out. <laughs> it's really interesting how life works in mysterious ways, because especially now we have so many different options and 
it just happens that way. You know, it's true. You don't know what's going to happen. And I think one of the things that really bother me when I talk to people who don't take that leap, especially when you don't really have anything that stands in your way, is that they're just so afraid, right? I mean, obviously we all have fears and we have to get through it. And some people it's harder to get over that than others. But if you're just talking about it and you don't do anything, then it's on you. You know, you don't have anyone to blame if you don't have a huge responsibility on your shoulder or if it's not that big that you can't make that leap. That's really going to be your issue. So a lot of times I'm like, stop complaining. Just do something. Even if it's just one thing every single day, just do it. No, I totally agree with that. That's, that's key. Like you have to, it's just one thing every day that's different. And then you're doing something you never thought you would do before. It's crazy. It's also funny because we all never thought we could create income from all of these different creative jobs that we have that a lot of people tell us is crazy, right? No one would have thought years ago that you can create income from social media, from websites, from podcasts, all of these things. And it's things that people think are impossible to do. And there's so many of us that actually do it. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking this is impossible, it's not. It's just a lot of hard work. But also think about all the work that you had to do when you went to school, you know, the job that you're doing now, how hard did you have to in order to get there? So it's just Put it, put as much effort as you're putting there to what you really want to do. And it's not going to be impossible to make no, money. 100%. And I, I totally agree with what you're saying about if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I can't do this. I've totally been in that situation. I, I was there 100%. I knew people that actually did this for a living and I would be like watching their stuff and I'd be like, I would be good at this. I know social media. And I used to be a singer when I was in high school and stuff like that. I'm a creative person. I feel like this is something that I would really love. So, but I felt so afraid of it. It's not so much I can't do it. It's more so that I think that just social norms and kind of getting outside of, you know, what you think other people might think. I think that's the biggest hurdle that you're really coming across is what other people might think because I mean, when it comes to social media, and I know this is a hard journey for me, you actually have to put yourself out there in front of people necessarily that you know, and they might be like, why is she posting every day? Why is she doing this? And that was really hard for me when I first started. And I had to just be like, this is what I want. And if people don't understand it, then they're not really my friends. And you know, like they're not supporting me. So I need to do what's going to make me happy because at the end of your life, you're going to be thinking, I didn't do these things that I really wanted to do. And all of these things, I should have done that. I should have done that. You don't want to be sitting there doing that. You want to be like, I did this. I made this whole life for myself. Imagine taking that leap and actually going and doing that. That's something that you want to be on your you know, last day. I accomplished all these things, you know? So yeah. Yeah, but it just makes that leap of faith. I definitely agree with you on that one. And also, I think as millennials, we also have this bad rep of 
you know, we're just going, doing things like, oh, you know, do your best life or make it your best life. And I I am so tired of hearing that. But you know what? In a lot of ways, yeah, you should live your best life, but do it in a way where it's sustainable, right? That's the key to it. It Mm -hmm. has to be sustainable. I don't think anything is technically impossible. Like, obviously, there's certain things that are Mm -hmm. impossible. But for the most part, it's really on yeah. you and how you see yourself and how you get mm-hmm. there. And I'm a huge believer of taking little steps to getting anywhere. Yeah. I just read this one quote that one of my friends had posted online about, can you imagine what you would accomplish like if you just stick to mm-hmm. something, you know? Yeah. And it's so interesting to me that we all stick to our nine to fives. We all stick to getting a degree in something. You know, you spend four, six years, eight years, however long it takes you to get that degree. But if you spent that time to actually do what you love to do, can you imagine what you would accomplish? And it's also something that you really love to do. Yeah, no, 100%. (laughs) I totally agree. And that's just, I feel like at some point, we're just kind of just being herded into these things that just society is like, go to college. Like we're just all getting herded from like high school to like, oh yeah, let's go to college. And I mean, while I think college is truly beneficial, I don't necessarily believe that everybody needs to go there. Like if you don't know what your plan is, maybe you don't need to go to college right away. And maybe you need to pursue something else. I really, really, really wanted to pursue singing. And mind you, I don't regret anything. I have no regrets. But I didn't do that because I was told while we're talking about generations, I feel like our parents' generation is kind of like, okay, so you go to school, you get your education, you do this, this, you follow all of these plans, and then you go and you get into your corporate career, and then you get, you know, your health insurance, and then you have your health insurance, and then you retire, and then you do all these things because it's safe, and it's super safe. And I feel some of us that are millennials, maybe Gen X or whatever, why are we just doing you know, the same things and just following these paths that have been laid out for us. We have this life. It's an incredible thing to have. And we're just kind of just following what the path has been laid out before us. And for me, when I was starting this and it was, it was some nights, like I was just like so nervous. What am I doing? But I would just say to myself, I don't want to think I could have done this. I have this time where I can try to pursue this, try to make this happen. I need to believe in myself. I need to try to make this happen. And it, because I don't want that to be how I did in the past where, you know, I didn't pursue singing because I was told go to college, do this, do that. So I was like, I don't want to have this other opportunity be something that I didn't pursue. And I think that because I had that prior I kind of had this feeling I don't want to feel that way about something else again. Yeah, it's so crazy how we think of life so differently Mm -hmm. from our parents. And obviously they thought something, you know, different from their parents. So it just evolves in that way. But the one thing that I do have to say, and I will keep saying this, it's great that we're doing what we're doing, but I also still have that like immigrant mentality or even just, you know, that mentality of making everything sustainable because I also don't believe of just taking that leap and you have 
nothing to back yourself up with. You know, you can't just live your best life and then you're living off mommy and daddy's money. You know, if you're going to take that leap, you have to own it and you have to make sure that you do your hustle. So we're not here to tell you, yeah, live your best life, do whatever, spend all your money and just travel. And that's great for the first half. But what happens after? Like, how are you going to make this life more sustainable? And that's, I think, the most important key to this is that you can't be truly happy if there's like no balance, Mm -hmm. right? It's all just like living your best life, but then there's nothing else. Um, (laughs) It gets old after a while, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you definitely um, don't want to be doing that. You'll never feel actually like you own something or you're actually running your own business or you're accomplished in anything. I think that's one of the things that's so amazing about what we do is that is that sense of accomplishment. You made something. So I think it's really important to actually make it yourself and not be relying on, you know, mommy or daddy or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, we don't want to do that because, you know, we also don't want to live in our parents' house or basement our entire life either. But I digress. If you're doing that right now, it is really expensive. So (laughs) no judge to anyone. (laughs) Do you? You have mommy and daddy. I mean, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Like, take advantage as long I mean, as you can, but not too much yeah, that, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking from being like 30, you know, in my 30s. And if you're 23 and listening to this, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with it as long as you're helping yeah. out at home, you know, just don't take advantage <laughs> like that. So now, As an entrepreneur, what has been the biggest setback that you've encountered so far and how do you usually handle it? I think so. I mean, I'm a one woman show. I'd say, I don't know if this is necessarily considered a setback, but some of the things that I find most difficult is kind of like organizing my day because, you know, it's, it's just me. I don't have anybody managing me. And sometimes it's really hard to get everything done because I have nobody holding me accountable. So holding myself accountable has been difficult. Also, just having a schedule in general, because if I wake up, I'm like, I should be working. So I start to work. And I'm kind of just working until the day is over periodically. And there's no real set schedule to what I do. So I have tried to organize it in, you know, different time slots for what I'm going to do throughout the day. But basically, I would say holding myself accountable to a schedule and making sure that I'm getting everything done has been the most difficult thing for me in this career, I guess. That's been a lot of issues I've been hearing with a few of the creators that I've talked to and also entrepreneurs because we also don't know when to stop, right? Once you leave your nine to five, it's like a 24-7 type job and you're constantly thinking about it. Even when you're not working, you're thinking. It was funny the other day, my fiance goes to me because we were going out to dinner. We were go okay, 
Shawnee, we were going out to dinner and I asked him, should I bring my laptop with me? And it oh was literally God. almost, oh. <laughs> and this, is on a, this is on a Sunday. And then okay, he goes to me, he looks. Like, it's just Valentine's Day. Like, was yeah, no, no. <laughs> so he goes like a man (laughs) I know so then he goes to me he looks at the watch and he's like oh it's past six take the night off take the (laughs) night off I'm like oh my god so then I looked at him and then I said wow what is happening here I need to be able to stop myself from actually doing work because also you don't realize it because uh, for me, at least I'm so used to working and constantly thinking about what else I need to do that. It's just become second nature. It's like just, you know, brushing your teeth every morning. It's part of your routine, but it's really hard to be able to keep up with it. Whether if you're trying to make it more organized or even just stopping yourself from actually working, it's so hard to do that. Yeah, it really is. I wouldn't say that I'm a master of it even after two years. I have some organizational things that I use to kind of try and keep my projects on track. But at the end of the day, I think that one of the most difficult things for me is things that I don't know how necessarily to do because I'm a one woman show. It's like I keep putting those off, like working on my website. I have no background And currently I was telling you going to like release presets and I had to like create the store on my site and I have to like do all of the, this setup. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I have to create all the marketing material for it because I used to be on a marketing team. I used to have, I mean, I feel like I'm better off than most people uh, trying to set up this process, but because I know like kind of the journey that you need to go through in order to set this stuff up when I had a team setting up all of the different, like you need to create this, you need to create that. But then me having to do it, I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I did this all correctly. And I've never set up an API or a store before. So my colleague, my old colleague that is a website designer is actually going to meet up with me on Friday and just make sure we're going to go through the entire process of you know ordering the preset to make sure I didn't mess anything up because I don't know if it sends an email after it goes out or I and if there's a download link I'm like I don't know any of this stuff so he's going to take a look at it and if I did it correctly I'm 100% going to be celebrating on Friday night and getting myself a drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing when you when you first start this like you don't know a lot of things. Have you used any resources to help you start your website aside from your friend to make the tasks that you have a lot easier? Well, I use so my site is a WordPress site. I say that WordPress is good because I I think that it It's just the best platform out there right now. However, I also know that it's not super user-friendly if you don't know necessarily what you're doing. I've been using YouTube a lot. That's how I actually went through creating the store. There's a lot of YouTube tutorials out there. And I always forget about YouTube thinking like, oh, I could just you know Google this and find out how do I set up the store. But my friend was like, when I started talking to him about how do I set this up? He was like, you could just look it up on YouTube. There's so many (laughs) things. I was like, 
oh my God, why didn't I think of that? And every time I think to like text him and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I go on YouTube and I'm like, oh, there's literally a short little code for me to just enter and it creates this entire page. (laughs) And I was like, this was five seconds. Yeah, so I guess YouTube is super helpful. Canva, I don't know if I say it correctly. Everybody says it differently, Canva or Canva. But that's super helpful for creating so many different graphics or Pinterest graphics and stuff like that. Oh, and Tailwind for scheduling pins on Pinterest, I would say. Yeah, those are really great resources. And I definitely agree with you on all of those things. I used all of that. And because you know what, there's a lot of the to-do list that we need when we're starting our website, when we're starting our business. And it just piles up. And I do agree with you for Canva. It's really great. And WordPress, I also use that as well. And one of the things that I also had to do when I first started my business was like finding the right name for it. I don't know if you found this the same way, but it was so hard for me to figure out something that really resonated what I was doing. And also people actually understood what was happening with my business. Mm -hmm. And I used to think that having a cool name is the most important thing. And as, yeah. And as I started the business, I realized that it also has to be like SEO friendly. And also the domain name has to be available online. (laughs) So you go for like weeks and weeks and sometimes even months, like agonizing all of these things. And you have a list, like you have a notebook, at least with me, because I'm a weirdo and a nerd about it. And then you go online and it's not, it's like, it's taken. So that's why I'm really excited to be sponsored by hover.com. Hover is really easy and intuitive domain name register. That's easy to use with hover. You can go to the site, search for your name and then add it to your cart. There's no must, there's no fuss. And they also have over 300 domain name extensions to choose from. So if you don't mind it, they'll help you do it. And also, if you want to make your life easier, you just go to them. They help you build your brand online and get that perfect domain name ASAP. So make sure you guys visit hover.com slash the offbeat life to get 10% off all of your purchases for more details, because that's really helped me, especially when I was like, oh, my God, this is taken. That's taken. It just makes things so much easier. (laughs) Yeah, I love your name, by the way. I wanted to ask you. I was thinking last night, is it like kind of off the beaten path? Yeah, it was. So it's the funny thing is when I first changed it to the offbeat life, it was the offbeat trucker because before I really branded myself, I was into hiking. So it was the offbeat trucker. And then I started the podcast and it was the offbeat life. And I was thinking, I'm like, yeah, people have a lot of offbeat lives, especially people that I've been meeting when I travel. So this is a good name. So then that just stuck and I changed it on everything now. Yeah. So now I made sure that it was free on Instagram and on the website. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because that's really important. That's real estate right there. Having a great domain name and actually buying it, that's real estate. That's, you know, online real estate. Oh my God. Buying your domain name is so invigorating and exciting. (laughs) I just, I remember when I bought my domain name and I was just like, oh my God, I have like a little piece of the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I was 
like, this is just my little corner. I'm like Cinderella. I don't know if you know that. Like, I'm, I'm in my own little corner in my own little chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. The little things that make you excited, even that just that name, that little online real estate that you have makes yeah. you so happy after you do that. It's like you accomplished something. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Go me. All I did was put in my credit card information. <laughs> like, good on you. A yes. WordPress template yet or anything like that. You but know? you have but your I name. Like, I got my domain name. <laughs> But, you know, that's the thing. It's like those little steps that really make you feel like you've accomplished something. So don't ever underestimate that one little thing you do every single day, guys. So let's fast forward to 50 years from now, Shawnee, and you're looking back at your life. What legacy would you like to leave and what do you want to be remembered for? Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Well, so 50 years from now. Like I said, I I don't have any regrets. I'm a true believer of what's meant to be will be. So I think that everything that has led me up to here is how I got to where I am today. But what I think I always want to feel is that I went for it. I don't want anybody to ever think that, you know, there was a challenge or there was an adventure and I, or I don't know, I, I don't know how to fully explain it, but that I basically, that I lived life and I, I experienced new things. I learned things about new places. And that I think that through traveling that you basically learn more about yourself. And I don't know, I think that makes you a better person to yourself and to other people. So I think, yeah, I think that I'd always want to be remembered as someone who said yes to adventure. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making this up on the spot because, you know, I I never thought about it before. Um, but I, I don't know, like a good person, a good person that, uh, you know, always included people that hire other people to, you know, go out there and experience life to their fullest. Is that a good answer? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, that's what you're there for. You know, you have those images that will live on and I feel like it'll be part of our memoriam when we're dead, you know, and getting buried. It's like, look at all of these things that Shawnee did when she was younger. (laughs) I'm going to have them bury my Instagram feed with me. (laughs) (laughs) especially all the pics in the bikinis (laughs) hey that's something you're gonna be proud of when you're like a hundred years old and you're like damn that was me (laughs) my grandkids i'm gonna be like look at this look at granny (laughs) yes that's something to be proud of girl show it yes We're like, you remember? <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to go there. It's not that kind of podcast. Um, um, Later on, anyway. it will be. Later on. After <laughs> hours. <laughs> so I get a couple of glasses of wine. Exactly. So what are you working on currently that is really exciting to you? Well, like I said, I'm releasing presets. So I've been working on that is basically like it's like a sunset pack. I love editing sunsets. So a lot of my sunsets are like 
cotton candy skies. And I feel like a lot of people release all of their presets. And I wanted to release things that were a little bit different. So just a sunset pack, because sometimes sunsets are super hard to edit. And then I'm going to release underwater presets for GoPros. I'm a big fan of (laughs) GoPro underwater photos. I used to be on a swim team when I was younger. So I get into the water and I'm taking these pictures, which taking pictures on a GoPro proved to be quite difficult. I plan to film a YouTube video, like a how-to on how I shoot underwater and the settings that I use to kind of make it a little bit easier along with releasing my edits for underwater photos. But because I used to be on a swim team when I was younger, I just I thought I was a little mermaid when I was a kid. So I guess that's (laughs) kind of my like little like explorer. I want to be a part of your world. So I get under the water and I'm doing these underwater photos. And I just feel like this little mermaid babe just, you know, under the water. (laughs) Like I'm just like, I'm just like, ah, (laughs) I'm a little mermaid. And I mean, they're very difficult to shoot, but they're like definitely my favorite. They're more fun and just kind of like posing it's just I I feel like a little water babe (laughs) (laughs) well you also have a lot of fun so that's important now if our listeners want to know more about you where can they find you on my Instagram which is at Shawnee S-H-A-U-N-I-E Begley and then my website which is www.shawneeandthecity.com that used to be my handle too It was for, you know, Sex in the City. I'm a huge fan of Sex in the City. That's where my original Instagram handle and my website actually was derived from. Oh, well, that's a cute one. Thank you so much, Shawnee, for being here with us. That was so much fun. Yeah, I had a great time. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Shawnee. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the extended interview where she shares how to get out of your own way to become a remote creator. Hey, listeners, thank you for listening to this episode, and I'm so thankful for your support. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode and get suggestions on guests, topics we can discuss, and so much more. Feel free to reach out at hello at theoffbeatlife.com and let me know what you'd like to hear. If you like the show, don't forget to give us some love and review on iTunes. Thank you again for being a part of this journey, and I can't wait to hear how your location-independent story will unfold.